0: What's up, everyone? This is Anthony Pompliano. Most of you know me as Pomp. You're listening to the Pomp Podcast, simply the best podcast out there. Now let's kick this thing off. Graham Krezik is the founder and CEO of Voltage. It's enterprise-grade infrastructure services for Bitcoin. Graham and I spent a bunch of time talking about the Lightning Network, infrastructure as a service, and what he sees happening in the industry. I really enjoyed this conversation with Graham, and I hope you do as well. Before we get into this episode, though, I want to quickly talk about our sponsors. First up is BlockFi. BlockFi provides financial products for crypto investors. Those products include a high-yield interest account, a U.S. dollar loan product against your crypto collateral, and a no-fee cryptocurrency trading product. BlockFi also just released a brand new Bitcoin Rewards credit card. It's a normal credit card that when you swipe it, you get Bitcoin back rather than cash back or airline miles. I'm an investor in the business, and I'm a very happy user. The BlockFi Bitcoin Rewards credit card is absolutely amazing. To start earning today, go visit blockfi.com slash pomp. Again, blockfi.com slash pomp. I've got the credit card. I love it. I think you will too. BlockFi.com slash pomp. Next up is choice. It's time to stop paying capital gains taxes on your Bitcoin. And choice is here to help. Choice is rebuilding the way Bitcoiners approach retirement by making it possible to invest in Bitcoin and 19 other digital assets inside your IRA. Right now, every time you make a trade, you have to pay capital gains taxes that can be as high as 37%. Choice enables you to trade real Bitcoin, other cryptos, and stocks without having to pay a dime in capital gains. The best part? They just released an iOS app, so you can open an account in less than 10 minutes and take control of your future from the palm of your hand. Join me and the 20,000 other Bitcoiners who have started their tax-efficient stack and open your Choice account today. Search Stack Sats in the App Store or visit choiceapp.io slash pomp. Again, search Stack Sats in the App Store or visit choiceapp.io slash pomp. And one more thing, if you want to hold your private keys, Choice lets you do that too. Start stacking tax-efficient Satoshis today and visit choiceapp.io slash pomp. Last but not least are my friends over at Circle. If you manage corporate or institutional funds, you're probably looking for ways to access opportunities in crypto. You see the growth and momentum and you want exposure. But a lot of institutions don't know how or aren't comfortable with the risks of Bitcoin or DeFi. Now there's a new investment that's built specifically to help institutions get into digital assets. It's called Circle Yield. It's a blockchain-based investment built with USDC, the leading dollar digital currency. Circle Yield is over collateralized and fully secured with Bitcoin collateral to protect your funds. This also makes it a great fit for crypto institutions who want to diversify their treasuries and reduce risks while staying all on chain. You get your choice of terms from one to 12 months in a fixed rate that's higher than what you'll get at a bank or in many fixed income markets. Visit circle.com slash POMP to book a meeting with one of their experts. Again, circle.com slash POMP and book a meeting with one of their experts big fan of Circle, and I think you will be as well. All right, let's get in this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Anthony Pompliano runs Pomp Investments. All views of him and the guests on his podcast are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Pomp Investments. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Pomp or his guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy but only as an expression of his personal opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only. Let's start maybe with Voltage itself in terms of uh, when you talk about enterprise infrastructure and bringing that to uh, customers, what exactly does that mean? And kind of what are customers doing uh, with the Voltage service right now?
1: Yeah, for sure. So uh, for anyone that's not familiar with the Lightning Network, it's a, a layer two scaling solution for Bitcoin. So it's the thing that is going to enable us to bring Bitcoin to everyone in the world and make it uh, make Bitcoin way easier to use, faster, cheaper, all of those things. And so uh, what Voltage does is we provide uh, infrastructure solutions for people that want to leverage the Lightning Network. So um, we uh, host nodes for our customers. We host um, some e-commerce solutions. We host uh, some liquidity management solutions, essentially people that want to leverage the Lightning Network in their applications and their businesses, we give them you know, products and services that, that make it happen. So a uh, good example is, you know, like uh, some gaming companies like Thunder Games use us to uh, they process uh, Bitcoin payouts for their users that are playing their games and they uh, run their infrastructure with us and we help them uh, accomplish that.
0: Got it. And so when you start thinking about uh, some of the customers today, uh, a lot of them mm-hmm. are Lightning only. Or are these folks building applications and uh, software products, et cetera, that are, you know, more like a crypto exchange that's integrating Lightning, but that might not be their whole business? Like, how do you think about how your customers break down in terms of exclusive to Bitcoin and Lightning versus it's one of many things they do?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good, uh, it's a it's a pretty good split between, you know, those, both of those types of customers. We have people that are, um, yeah, like exchanges that maybe do, you know, do things for all different kinds of cryptocurrencies and they just want to add lightning as you know a part of their products and services. Um, then we have also people that eat liver just that are exclusively lightning network based. Um, you know, like, like, like the thunder games, you know, example they're they're exclusively use Bitcoin and lightning. Um, and then we also have people that, uh, kind of come from a more traditional sense. So like Adam Curry with his, uh, he has a new initiative called the uh, podcasting 2.0 that enables, um, uh, listeners to stream money to podcast hosts, you know, directly through the lightning network that is, and that's kind of a, you know, the old school web to whatever you want to call it version of uh, something that is a standard application today that is bringing on the lightning network to enable new features or new um, experiences inside of those, those
0: apps. And so when you start to think about uh, setting this infrastructure up, like how big is the lightning network right now, right? I, obviously there's the public and private side of this. Talk to me about the lightning network itself and like where we are uh, in terms of the growth. Cause it, it appears every chart I've seen, is just like parabolic growth uh, for mm-hmm. the entire lightning network.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely has been, and it's been uh 2021 is like a pretty monstrous year for the lightning network in terms of growth. And I mean, we have like, we're approaching like 20,000 nodes on the network. I can't even remember how much Bitcoin is locked into it, but I mean, it's in the hundreds of millions of dollars, you know, in, in USD standards. Uh, so, I mean, it's, it, and that's all at least at least 2X, more than 2X over the last year. Uh, so we've been seeing a huge, huge increase in the adoption of, of the Lightning Network. And that's really because I think just, you know, in the start of 2021, we really finally hit this uh, this point where it kind of broke out of the just development stage where it was just being built out into, now you can actually use it for real world things and build a lot of applications on top of it. So I think that that's really the, the fuel that has been, the, you know, the, the fuel for this, a massive amount of growth that's happened in the light network is that we're just at this inflection point where all of this technology is like really usable in, a, in an everyday sense. Um, and so I think that uh, it's been a great year the last 12 months, but I think that the looking forward, the next 12 months is gonna be even bigger. I think that there's even more things that are gonna be built onto it. And the, the parabolic growth that we've been seeing is just gonna continue. When you think about what's been happening in the last year, you know, we have people like El Salvador adopting Bitcoin a lot of that is through the Lightning Network um, and the way that people are using it on the ground there. But a lot of it is also custodial Bitcoin. So that's an example of you know maybe a thousand people are using a single node, a single provider to uh, use the lightning network. And I think that that's going to disperse over time. And when you think about those thousand people, okay, instead of using this one node, they each get their own node or they have some form of interacting with it in their own way. And that is just going to increase the, you know, this parabolic growth curve of the lightning network that, you know, we've already seen.
0: So you guys just announced that you raised $6 million uh, pretty much from every major, you know, investor that's focused on Bitcoin uh, and also some that are just, you know, uh, uh, kind of very well-respected technology and- investors. investors as well. Uh, Talk a little bit about the fundraise. What are you going to do with the money? Why these investors over others, et cetera.
1: Yeah, for sure. Now, we've been uh, we've been we're super excited about the investors that we were able to bring on in this round. They're all um, just incredible, uh, you know, funds or individuals. Um, so, you know, the round was led by Trammell Venture Partners. So Christopher uh, and Dustin and the team over there at TVP have been just amazing to work with. And they're uh, they're a Bitcoin only fund. So they're a fund that is focused exclusively on Bitcoin and no other cryptocurrency. And I think that that gives them a leg up in terms of you know the services like we provide, because we're an. Uh, intentionally very niche and we want to focus only on Bitcoin and enabling Bitcoin to be uh, this, the, the, the technology that, it, that is be, it's envisioned to be. Um, and so working with people like that has been um, absolutely amazing. And then so people uh, that joined around as well are uh, still Mark. So Elise is a very, um, she's, she's a force to be reckoned with. She's uh, one of the, the best uh, advocates for Bitcoin out there, I would say. Um, and then we also have craft Ventures, you know, Brian Murray with Craft has, has been a, a big influencer in the Lightning Network space. Uh, and then also we have, like you said, people that are maybe outside of the Bitcoin only space like Google Ventures. Um, they're just a, a powerhouse for, for tech uh, that uh, I think it's a good example that there I think there's a lot of people that are waking up to this technology and waking up to Bitcoin and realizing that hey, we better get on board now or we're going to be left behind. And so we're seeing a lot of interest from people like that that are just maybe more generalist tech funds uh, that really want to get their hand in in the Bitcoin space and figure out what this thing's all about.
0: When you think about the conversation with those uh, kind of legacy tech investors, how much education around Bitcoin did you have to do versus they're already convinced and uh, and ready to deploy capital? And then also, were they actually investing because of Bitcoin, or were they just looking for great technology companies? They don't care what the underlying technology you're using.
1: Um, I think that, you know, when you think about the generalist tech funds, they're maybe a little, they're maybe a little bit more uh, taken, like, uh, abstracted away from Bitcoin specifically. They're just kind of looking for more of the pure tech play of, you know, if we think that Bitcoin is going to, you know, be. Uh, increase to the growth that ha- has already been um, going on, that you know there needs to be these good technology solutions for it. So I think that they're still focused on a general tech perspective of it. But when it comes to education, I think that a lot of them do understand the value proposition of Bitcoin, why it's important, why, uh, why is it important now as well. Um, so I think that they get it from a lot of those standpoints. And it's really just looking for who is building this technology that is, you know, really needed to bring this ecosystem, you know, to life and in a, even a more real way than it already has been. And who is doing it in the best way, you know, in terms of like, you know, product and growth and the, the strategy behind the company. So uh, I think that um, the the Bitcoin only companies, I mean, definitely get it. The, te- the uh, more general tech funds are really just looking for that. What's the best tech for this new and emerging technology?
0: Joe, John, what questions you guys got? Hey, Graham, thanks for coming on. Uh, my question yeah. would just be around like kind of adoption, right? So what is, mm-hmm. where do you see Voltage in your role in kind of the the global adoption of, of Bitcoin specifically?
1: Yeah, so really where, where we stand is we want to be the the, the platform that people build on when they're creating ap- applications on top of Lightning. So we, you know, when you think about, you know, just the end user retail, that's like using a, you know, a mobile app or something on the phone, you might be interacting with us, but we're probably behind the scenes. Think like an AWS or something like that, where you go to a website, You don't know where it's hosted at. You just know that the website's working. And so that we kind of fit into the same general sense of it, where we want to create a platform that enables people to build and host, you know, really a robust, resilient infrastructure for Lightning. And we want to give them all the best tools that we can to enable them to build these great experiences that are then user facing. So it's really coming down to a platform that enables the builders of this next version of, of the web on top of Bitcoin.
0: Gotcha. Graham, John, what do you got? What has been the biggest challenge for you over the last year, right? So we've seen exponential growth or is it clients incoming Like, just what has been the biggest challenge for you?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just really like the the network is still growing. Like we're kind of uh it, it's, it's so much more mature now than it was even 12 months ago, 24 months ago, whatever it is. Um, but it's still growing. There's still a lot of these things that we're, we're building out as we go. And I think that a lot of the, the naysayers like to point out like, oh, you can't do X, Y and Z on top of it. Well, you know, we haven't got to it yet. Right. We're still building it. There's still things to be developed. Um, and so I think that that's been, you know, one of the biggest challenges is just figuring out, OK, where do we fit in in this ecosystem right now? And then also 10 years down the road, you know, we're very long term thinkers as well. And so uh, it's really been a difficult balance to figure out, you know, where, where do we add value now? And then also this technology is being developed as we're trying to create a company on top of a, top of it. So it's, it's a balancing act that we got to do. Balancing act for sure.
0: Graham, when you think yeah. about the Bitcoin lightning network, if you had to put where we are now, B plus progress, A minus, A plus, like how do you think about so far so good? And then also what is mm-hmm. the promise? If you had to zoom all the way out 50 years from now, the Lightning Network mm-hmm. ends up mm-hmm. becoming what I think you and I think it can become. What does that world look like?
1: Yeah, I mean, like I think progress so far. I mean, I would give it an A for sure. I think that given the time um, and the resources that have been dedicated to you know develop, development of the Lightning Network and the and the services around it, I think that we've done a great job, and I think that we have do, like built out um, a lot of very interesting use cases, and it's being used in you know very real world applications today. So think of like you know like the El Salvador thing or uh, podcasting two all these things are using the Lightning Network today, and it's working. It's like it is solving exactly what it was made to solve. So I think progress so far, I would definitely rate it an A. And then thinking forward, I mean, I think that there's still, you know, a million things that we sought to build out. So there's still, you know, challenges about developing on Lightning, getting up and running, liquidity management. There's a you know a handful of things that still need to be solved, and they're going to be solved just over time. Um, and so when you think 50 years down the road, I think that this could, this technology can be ingrained into just about everything, um, whether it's just you know your uh, your checkout experiences at stores, whether it's your you know applications that you use for for chat or uh, your so- social media in general, um, uh, music streaming, anything that really this. What's amazing about the lightning network is it's almost like reinventing you know TCP/IP on top of bitcoin and so it enables you know when you think about uh taking a satoshi and putting it on the lightning network that's essentially just like a packet on the internet that you can send anywhere um, at, at instantly and so it really just enables anything to be built on top of it so i think that over time it's just going to be more and more ingrained into both Our existing technology that we use, you know, now, like, you know, when you think about Reddit or something, there's a stacker news that is essentially a very similar product that incorporates the lightning network. um, But that also new use cases that we haven't even thought of yet that are, you know, we haven't even unlocked the possibilities of doing a more lightning native products on top of it, too.
0: It's interesting to think also about um, country adoption and also Twitter Mm -hmm. adoption, et cetera, right? Like as we're moving forward, I don't think many people would have thought that this early we would have a nation state that adopted it. Uh, We would have one of the, I don't know, top four or five largest uh, kind of social networks in Twitter uh, having adopted it. Like, does that accelerate us or is this just kind of the milestones you would have expected on the march towards global adoption?
1: Uh, I think both. Like, so when you think about El Salvador adopting Bitcoin, I think if we didn't have the Lightning Network, that wouldn't have happened, like in the legal tender sense, because realistically for people to use it uh, in El Salvador, like kind of boots on the ground without the Lightning Network, it would have probably been a little bit of a painful process. Um, and I think that they would have been way more adverse to uh, creating, may- maybe they would have still done legal tender, but the adoption wouldn't have been the same. Um, so I think that it really was an important piece of adopting it in El Salvador. And then I think, you know, going forward, I think that just what, I I commend El Salvador for being kind of the first movers because I think that it opens up the eyes of a lot of other countries that, Hey, they did it. Like let's maybe learn what they did, figure out what, you know, what was best, what didn't work. Um, and then do it, do it ourselves. And so I think that, uh, It has been a great accelerant to more people looking at, you know, uh, taking Bitcoin more seriously. Um, And then additionally, I think that uh, given that the the Lightning Network has existed and it was in the state that it is through this last year, that was also an enabler to allow El Salvador to do what they did.
0: Do you think that there will eventually be um, other technology companies or other products, things like micropayments to pay for uh, articles or um, streaming payments, you know, in terms of uh, paychecks for folks happening on a, you know, hourly basis, like all these things that I think are the furthest out on the, on the vision of what this could become. Like, do you think that we're still on a path towards that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I do. I think
1: that, like I said, I think that there's a lot of things that can be built on this. That even some of them haven't even been developed yet. There's things that we don't even, you know, know about in our heads that will be created on top of this. Um, so yes, I think that we are still definitely on the path to the to those things. And that's what's you know that's what's great about the Lightning Network and comparing it to you know some of the other like blockchains that you know talk about TPS or all of, all of those other things is. They still aren't very efficient, you know, as far as like fees go or things like that for doing the micro payments of hey, I want to pay one cent or half a cent to view this article or something like that. They they still don't really work for that use case. I think that there's still a valid use case over time when you think about people interacting with the internet instead of having to pay for a five dollar monthly subscription to the New York Times or something like me. I just want to read this one article real quick. So I think that there's a lot of use case for those things. And I think that those. Uh, are are being developed now. But I think that the adoption of those types of unique new offerings uh, will continue to grow.
0: Graham, when you think about the future, who's going to benefit the most from voltage services? And then how do they access it?
1: Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like I kind of mentioned, we're, we're very focused on the, the, the developer and on-up um, services. So, you know, creating an easy platform to come and build on Lightning and then also, you know, host uh, in a very robust and resilient way. We, we obviously are very focused on Lightning. That's kind of our core competency. So we know all of the, the ins and outs, the, the, the nasty parts and the good parts, and we know how to do this in a really good way. Um, so that's really where we, I think, add value to these companies that are looking to adopt it. Um, and then you know we have a we have a platform that you can just go sign up on for free and create like a free trial node just to test out the platform. Um, our our website is voltage.cloud for anyone that wants to check it out, and uh, you can just start playing with it from there. And then it, you know we're we're always here to to help people adopt lightning whether you're using our services or you're just curious or you want to explore what's possible on the lightning network. You know we our, our doors are always open. We have you know a public chat and all of those things to to enable people to come explore lightning.
0: Graham, if you had to uh, say over uh, the period of time you build this business, what's the most surprising thing? Or what's the most fun thing? <laughs> um,
1: I think the most fun thing is just watching this like work, like for real. I think that, you know, when I, I talked about all of these kind of very real use cases of uh, how the lightning network is, you know, working today and is being adopted in a very real sense. I think that's been one of the the most fun things is, you know, I got into this when, the Lightning Network was still kind of a, an idea that wasn't necessarily like for sure going to work or not. We're just kind of building it and we think that it's going to be okay. Um, and so seeing that it's actually worked has been very, very fun. Um, I think, you know, challenging wise, I you know I mentioned um, already how it's, it's been a kind of building, building the plane as it's flying, so to speak. So that has always been, uh, been a challenge. And then I think um, just figuring out, I think that we've learned an in in insane amount over the last 12 months about, you know, what is working in our platform and what's not, and then also what our customers want and what they don't want. And so I think that that's what, uh, you know, looking forward with this, with this new funding and uh, all of our hiring plans that we're, we got going on, uh, we're really looking to to hone in on the the specific pieces that we see people are needing now and what we think are going to enable this, you know, this massive growth in the Lightning Network, you know, in the next 12 to 24 months.
0: I am, uh, I'm bullish, very bullish, I'm betting money on it. <laughs> I think you guys are onto yeah. something. Where where can we send people? Voltage.cloud is the best place to uh, to send folks if they want to learn more about it or uh, or sign up.
1: Yep, yep, our website's voltage.cloud. Yeah, you can come sign up, uh, super easy to get started. Um, we uh, you can find all of our resources on our side of, you know, Telegram groups, Twitter, all those things. So I think that's the the best uh, place to point people at. And I'll also mention that we're we're hiring a bunch, so come uh, check out our careers page as well we got tons of roles in engineering, operations, sales. So come come work and build Bitcoin with us.
0: I, I love that uh, uh, when you have a company that is this powerful, could be this valuable, and you can simply explain it in four, le- uh, four words on your homepage. Bitcoin infrastructure yeah. made easy. Like you might be onto something with that. That, that. that seems like a pretty good bet to make, right? Kudos to me. No. <laughs> uh, no, no, but like see, in all seriousness, right? Like the the ability to clearly articulate exactly what you guys are doing here, I think is very powerful. So um, I'm I'm obviously a big fan. I love what uh, what you guys are doing. Uh, congratulations on the new fundraise, and uh, now you got six million dollars to go figure out how to uh, drive. You know, only two hundred fifty million dollars in revenue or so. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. All right, man. Listen, thank you so much for uh, for coming on. Anyone who uh, who's interested in uh, Bitcoin infrastructure in general, Lightning nodes. If you're building applications, if you're a developer, uh, highly suggest going check out Voltage. Uh, as uh, as you heard, there's lots of advantages. Uh, not only from a user experience standpoint, a cost uh, standpoint, but also uh, these guys just, they know what they're doing, right? In terms of they've been doing it for a while now that they're uh, experts, if you will, in the infrastructure side. Uh, so they can be very helpful also in terms of uh, some of the technical complexities that uh, that people face. So uh, yeah. if, uh, if that fits into something you're looking for, go uh, go check them out, voltage.cloud. Graham, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, we'll have to do this again as you guys continue to grow.
1: Yep, yeah, sounds great, man. Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: All right. Thanks, See you man. later, buddy.
1: See ya.